this week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. It's Holly's house. Getting clubbed in the back of the head. What an intro. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of Seminal Horror's anthology series, Monsters, mm. and reporting it back to you. I am Matt Noss. With me at the table are my two favorite people in the whole wide world, Matt Rose and Jen Hansen. Yay! Mm. I flipped it this week. I said, Matt first before you, Jen. He, he needs it sometimes. If this is your first time joining us, thank you so much for coming on this journey. Our goal is to watch every episode of or anthology monsters and tell you all about it. So if you're like, hey, what was the 80s like? <laughs> We're here to Strap help. In. We're here to help. Yeah. Uh, every week we have an episode. All of them are different. And uh, this week's episode was called Holly's House. Holly's House. Now, it is tradition around these parts that we guess what the episode is about based on title alone. Uh, and we call that the dark side guess. So I uh, I really copped out this week, so I'll go first. Okay. Um, here's mine. It's the movie House, hosted by a girl named Holly. <laughs> oh, and there's one frame of John Holmes's penis in the episode. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> I didn't have... Anything <laughs> and nothing could prepare me for what for, I did. Absolutely yeah, for this not. Bonkers episode. Yes. No, I am just as just the well is just as dry over here, Matt. Because <laughs> Holly's nope. house, the house of a girl named Holly. Does something spooky happen? Let's find out. Oh Jesus Christ, <laughs> Matt! Please save us with the best dark oh, side guess. All right, Holly's house. Local tween Holly Gennaro wants the biggest thirteenth birthday party ever so much so she invites the weird new kid from class after dinner the new kid begins wandering around the house until he finds a room full of holly's darkest secrets now the question is should he escape with his life or one the other party goers of her deadly plan damn son that's good now this is an episode i would watch yeah also because i would watch this episode again yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, it is rare unfortunately none of these guesses were correct so jen hit us up with the sweet deeds all right guys holly's house aired on october 29th 1998 here is the description uh holly the lead in a children's tv series isn't the nice puppet she pretends to be yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, okay. That's you know what? Accurate. That's a good teaser. Yeah. That's it's a lot not giving better. away too much. Yep. Episode was directed by Ted Gershany. Oh, old Gershany's back. Oh, old Gershy's back. Back to back Gersh. Oh, we got it's hashtag Gersh life here. Uh, previously, his directed. <laughs> we we twelve inches deep in the Gersh. <laughs> you gotta get that Gersh. <laughs> get him them Gersh. <laughs> Christ. Um, he directed previous episodes like In the Cards, Ring Around the Redhead, Ursa Minor, Strange Love, and the very racist My Own Place. Uh, <laughs> this episode has three credited writers, including Ted Gershany, the story by Ted Gershany. 
uh, teleplay by David Luca, who did the uh, the screenplay for Rings, um, the uh, the Ring remake wow, or the Ring really? sequel. Yep, um, a House at the End of the Street, uh, the really? Jennifer Lawrence yeah. vehicle, uh, the Dream Team. What? Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> Uh, John Connolly is the other uh, writer credited with this teleplay. Uh, same credits, cr- same credits as uh, David Lucas. So, assuming they are a writing team, team. yeah. This episode starred Marilyn Jones as Kathy. Marilyn Jones is from Gross Point, Michigan, and we last saw her playing Joan in Ursa Minor, huh. the episode with the possessed teddy bear. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, she was the mom in that episode. Uh, Perry Lang played uh, Lenny slash Mike the Mailman. Uh, he's directed many episodes of television. We last saw him on Tales from the Dark Side as Sandy in My Own Place. Oof. <sighs> wow. Pamela Dean Kelly is credited. How, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pamela Dean Kelly is just credited as Bird. <laughs> no, she was early Bird. I know. Uh, her two credits, uh, include, uh, she was in two episodes of Monsters and she appeared in Vampire's Kiss as Bar Girl. Are you trying to tell me that she did not go on to better things from this? From from Monsters and Vampire's Kiss? No, apparently not. Uh, Neil Smith, uh, was the director and not as I thought, Bill Nye the Science Guy. Uh, (laughs) he was also in something called Digital Dream. Michael J. Anderson uh, played Holly, played the Mm. Holly puppet. Uh, Michael J. Anderson is the most well-renowned actor of the bunch here. Oh, I have to imagine he's been in so many things, but also in huge prosthetics. uh, Sometimes, but he is also uh, uh, from uh, Twin Peaks, the man from another place. Oh, no way. And was uh, Samson on Carnival. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Among some other things. So... As we transition to monsters, uh, longtime fans will know that usually this would be the part that we would recite uh, the Tales from the Dark Side credo. Last week, we decided that instead of that, we were going to play the monsters theme and recreate it every week. And this week before the episode, I said, what if we did it differently? Yeah, I'm tired of doing it the other way. (laughs) That we nailed. (laughs) Yeah. That we nailed so hard. But what if we screwed it up in in other ways? Uh, So I wonder what that would be like. I wonder what that would be like. I wonder what that would be like. Honey, it's family hour. There must be something on. Ooh. (laughs) Hey. Candied critters, me favorite. Oh, look, it's monsters, my favorite show. Ooh. Shh, it's starting, you cunt. <laughs> Let's watch it. The door from the monsters swings wide open, and we are so ill prepared for what's about to happen. She rhymed up with up. 
Wow. 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 So, wow. So it is clearly just a ripoff of Pee-wee's Playhouse. That's exactly what I wrote. Playhouse intro. This was the first things I, I wrote after I regained my composure. Yes. I wrote, wow, what a real bang zoom opener. <laughs> Monsters is off to the races. <laughs> <laughs> this song is insane, even for a kid's show. Thousand percent, yeah. What's the house that people want to live? <laughs> huh? What's the house where kids want to go in? What's, What's the sunniest house? What's the funniest house? It's What's the nose runniest house? It's Holly's house. It's Holly's house. Holly's rules. It's my way till payday. Now, the, the font is very Pee-wee's Playhouse. Yep, very much so. And it's scattergored across the screen. Mm -hmm. and I referred to it as an alphabetical nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> and the letters are just shaking. But my absolute favorite thing in the oh. world is you're coming into this ice cold. Yep. You have no idea what's happening. And this is the second episode of Monsters. If you didn't see the first episode... You might not know what the hell this is at all. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, Dad, let's watch Monsters. I'm really excited about yeah. it. My dad is already up and gone and turned the TV off and is now talking to me about how TV used to be better. Right. When he was a kid. right. <laughs> I can't believe that's what you watch. Um, when my day, we had uh, Milky the Clown and... Uh, other such racist things. So we see, we pull back, we're on a set, and it is a set, again, very similar to... But the, one more thing. During, yes. during this song, they have inlays of the characters. So Mike the, oh, yeah. the mailman and... But the first character you see you find out later is early bird is early bird mm -hmm. but it's just like what's the house that people want to be being? and then it's just bird <laughs> <laughs> that was like what? what there are a lot of what is happening moments in this episode. Is, yeah and yeah. then at the end is when you see holly but wouldn't you think holly would be first and i don't know maybe put the characters in the corner yeah you know, like that, it, they're using a video toaster. toaster yeah. It's not that hard. They, you have no concept of who anybody it's is. It's an assault on the senses. It, uh, well, we go in and it is, it's, it's Pee Wee's Playhouse with an enormous cabbage patch doll from hell named Holly. That's what I, I wrote. Holly is a Cabbage Patch Garbage Pail Kid. Yeah. I just wrote, oh, hell no, and underlined it. Yarn hair, yellow striped outfit. The whole, the whole enchilada. Everything. And it's her birthday. And Early Bird comes in. <sighs> Early Bird is problematic. <laughs> well, Early Bird was problematic in 1988. Why... Why did the actor make the choice to play Early Bird this way? <laughs> Do you think... Okay, wait. Do you think the actor made a choice to play Early Bird a particular way? 
Or do you think this was just what the actor thought a dumb bird voice was, not <laughs> thinking about the ramifications of this voice? Can can we cue up some early bird? Because yeah, I believe I believe we can cue up some early bird. Because when I first it kind of at first reminded me of uh, Goliath from Davy and Goliath. Yeah. Who's the first one here? It's Early Bird. <laughs> Matt, can I hear that one more time, please? I just want to make sure that it lines up with... Uh-huh. Okay, let's just... uh. And we're all going to get along with me. Who's the first one here? It's Early Bird. Happy birthday, Holly. Uh-uh. <laughs> Who's the first one here? It's, it's Early, Early Bird. Bird. So, huh. right. So, did she make a decision? Is, is her normal tone of voice completely through her navel, nasal passage? No, uh, she No, because we talks? hear her speak other times. Yeah, and, and she seems, she's got a, a lovely voice. She makes some jokes. She seems like a like a human, right? So it's like she's doing this. I I don't feel comfortable. Who's the first one here? It's me, Early Bird. Honk honk. Are you saying that Early Bird sounds like they may have mental distress? <laughs> I'm saying Early Bird sounds like. She has some challenges, and I don't know if that's on purpose. Like, I, I guess it's like early bird's mom like pins her, her, mittens <laughs> her to feathers her to her jacket. Yes, early bird's early because it be- <laughs> because it witnessed a murder. <laughs> the one time she was late in her life, and it scarred her. I thought Early Bird was just a sarcastic name. Right. <laughs> just a mean sort of, oh, here comes Early Bird. <laughs> if, if Early Bird's late, somebody dies. <laughs> uh, Early Bird also has a taco body. <laughs> right. Early Bird's tail is a guacamole chip. Yeah. Like, the, the body is the shell of a, of a t- it's very strange. There's a lot going There's on. There's a lot going on. This is not a haunted exposition dump, as it is... A fever dream. Right. I I wrote that it reminded me of Pirate Cove. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Pirate Cove. Uh, that is uh, from Channel, Channel Zero. Zero. Okay. It was the, the show uh, in the first season that all the kids remembered, but none of the adults knew what they were talking about, and it's this puppet show that isn't overtly scary but there's just things about it that are something's off-putting. wrong right yeah like the the close in shots and stuff it's just it was eerie to me and watching this it was this is very unsettling yeah mm-hmm. there there's a lot of creep factor yeah here holly is number one with a bullet yeah oh, yeah yeah i just feel bad for early bird but holly is nightmare fuel yeah um, Mike, the mailman shows up and when he shows up, I'm like, oh, the intro that I just saw 30 seconds ago used the same insert shot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Also, they couldn't come up with a better name for him. In Pee-wee's Playhouse, Mailman Mike was the character. They had to just call him Mike the Mailman. They couldn't come up with any other name. It was just going to be a straight lift. Yep. Okay, great. Um, it's a, it's a sl- parallel thinking. Mailman. How many? Uh, Mark the Mailman. Doesn't sound good. Uh, Mitchell Mailman. Doesn't have to be M. Mort. Well, we want the alliteration thing for the kids. You know, they're dumb. dumb okay. Kids. I'm going to go have another baby. <laughs> um. So she's. Uh, so we we pull back away from this scene that uh, this chaos. Right, and you are on a soundstage. Right, and we we are now introduced to Kathy. Now Kathy <laughs> is, is supposed to be the puppeteer wearing this thing that definitely exists. <laughs> well, didn't you guys ever see FX two? Yes. And they controlled that clown puppet with one of these things. Oh, with PVC pipes around their arms? Because <laughs> that's all she's wearing. It yeah. looked like ace bandages and, and like PVC, PVC pipes. pipes yeah. yeah. I, I am so befuddled by how this animatronic thing works. Because usually, I don't know. No, I'm not a puppeteer or anything. But usually you're below or above Right. The thing. It isn't a freestanding walking <laughs> animatronic because I don't know, in nineteen eighty nine that would cost about a million dollars. Also, she's built it. Yeah. The actress she, she has built also it. built it. Yeah. It's just it's a weird it's a weird thing that I am instantly not she buying. She could have sold this technology then. Yeah. And and made a mint. Because she did this in 1988, 89. Like, yeah, 1988, why isn't there just a guy in the suit? Like, yeah. there actually is. Right. And she just provides the voice to it offstage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would have been such... A like, lot more practical. A lot more practical. And he loses his mind, and it's about him going psycho. Too much? We'll get there. Yes. So so we so speaking of going psycho, uh we are at so this is we're shooting rehearsal or we're we're rehearsing right now. So Mm -hmm. if we're rehearsing, why are we using real props? Hey shut up, Matt. Uh also (laughs) okay. So I wrote down is this a live show? Right. Is it filmed? Is it a, a rehearse are these all rehearsals? Because they say later we're we're doing the blocking, which is just like oh okay, it seems like it's blocked. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a full ready to go production. And the other thing is, so Early Bird pre- presents Holly with a cake that says Happy Bird Day instead of Oof. birthday. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, I didn't see that either. Yeah. Yeah, it says happy birthday. And and then to continue, so, so Catherine has something to interact with. She has an identical cake. Well, I was like, why does she need a cake? <laughs> <laughs> that is also decorated. It also has the same writing on it. Why does she need She a... can't just object work and just She's controlling Holly. There is it <laughs> So this is like a VR machine? Or whatever she does. Holly, oh my God. I was so angry at that. I was like, no. No, What are you doing? Somebody had to make two cakes for a rehearsal? (laughs) For a rehearsal? Maybe one of them's just a backup cake. 
the, for a rehearsal for a, mat? Yes. We're, we're shooting it live tomorrow, I believe is what yeah. they said. Uh, under these lights? Yeah. Why would you have two stunt cakes? <laughs> two, by now, piping hot cakes. <laughs> the frosting is Would've melting melted. Yeah. off of these. You're going to get it all over that million dollar robot. You're going to have a short circuit on your hands. There is no... Th- Maybe that's what caused this. Maybe yeah, maybe it is. maybe that's what caused it because th- she didn't start acting up until she made contact with that cake. That's true, very true. I think you're onto something here, John. Yeah. So Kathy is there, and all of a sudden she just wants to start doing bits. Yeah. Like she doesn't want to get out of this fucking C- PVC arm thing as soon as humanly possible. Right. She starts dragging her feet, and then. She hits uh, Mailman Mike in the face with the, with the cake. With the cake, and she, oh my God, it's like she heard the best joke. Oh God! In the world, it is rich. She is laughing her ass off, and the director, he ain't having any of it. No, well, that's because he's Bill Nye, the science guy. <laughs> <laughs> so around this time, um, I was I was asking myself, oh shit, is this doll possessed? Mm-hmm. Because that's just immediately right. where my mind when goes whenever I see doll, whenever I see a, a doll, monsters. a doll. Period. Not, okay. yeah. it's, it's not even on this show. I just yeah. I look at a doll. And I'm like that doll's got the devil in him. <laughs> in my notes, I just wrote down, talk to the doll. <laughs> Times infinity. I was yeah. like, just talk to the doll. Talk to the doll. Talk just to the have doll. a private conversation with the doll. But she well, doesn't. First, we got to go to lunch. We got to go to lunch or backstage or something so we can have. The best reveal of information oh, oh, ever. Oh, oh man. Oh. Now, again, <laughs> we have gone through four seasons yeah. of Tales from the Dark Side. They are still getting us, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, foolishly. We had seen it all. Then, we, then I realized in this episode, we have seen nothing. Yeah. <laughs> we have We've seen- only just begun. <laughs> Old mailman Mike comes over for a quick chat with uh, Kathy to be like, hey, fuck's up with you. <laughs> What's up? I'm pregnant. Oh, out of nowhere. It's like, bad news, idiot. Well, so <laughs> I want to I want to talk less about that reveal and more about his response. Oh. Oh, but I wrote, she's pregnant, OMG. (laughs) (laughs) So his response is, if if we were on the family feud and we were looking for things not to say, give me, is it mine? Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Well, is it mine is then followed by we should do it. I think we should do it. <laughs> what? That's yeah. how I got this way. Oh, Gershoney. <laughs> and uh and I think <laughs> just that has never occurred to me once in my life if someone were to tell me that to be like, "Well, are you sure it's mine?" Oh, no, Matt. <laughs> Yeah, but people on kids' TV shows are, are pretty whorish. I mean, historically, you know that they're... Oh, dude, when uh, Big Bird dropped its nuts in Telly's mouth. <laughs> There's no off switch on that. <laughs> Wait, so 
I'm still stuck on this. So it's it it wasn't it would this had to be final dress. <laughs> <laughs> like how much would they do for this show? Yeah, why would they bother? Guys, well, it won seems... five daytime Emmys. Okay, they know what they're doing. I mean, it just I... seems like a lot of extra work. But then again, they are saving money by only having three characters and no crew <laughs> working on this show. And what's even crazier to me is that, like, at... wait a second, wait a second, right? Okay. <laughs> wait a second. If the bird is a suit that has a person in it. Why isn't Holly a suit with a person in it? Or or conversely, why isn't the bird another robot? Well, now now you're just talking crazy. This episode is bullshit. I call it right now. I got genuinely <laughs> hurt. Hey! Hey! Wait, Wait a, a minute. minute. So uh, mailman Mike says, no, I think we should do it. I think we should get married and you should keep it. This episode really dances around abortion, too. Oh, it, it yeah. does. It, it dances does. around it abortion and it dances around a lot of dudes saying, hey, do this with your body. Yeah. It's a real reason why uh, Lauren Hill wrote for Zion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but boy, I think oh that's, boy. I think that's an act break right there, isn't it? Uh, so she says it's charging. Yes, she uh, she says that the doll's charging, and then he he gets up close to the doll, and makes fun of it and it punches him. In the oh, that's right. <laughs> that I loved that because it punches him in the nose, and then he plugged his nose. Yeah, and that's the act break. <laughs> yeah, that that's the, the act, act break. break yes. And we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Come in, early bird. Golly, what did you bring me? Pig, for your party. <gasps> oh, chocolate. My special favorite. Look what it says. Happy birthday. Get it? Uh-uh-uh, get it? Get a bell. <gasps> that bird has oh, rhymonia. Who could that be? Special delivery. Is somebody having a birthday? It's Mike the Mailman. Come in, Mr. Mike. Ugh. So there's sound effects, but there's no clapping? Right. There's no children cheering. There's no... Maybe it's live. Like, maybe before a live audience. But they were filming the next day in what I would believe to be the live audience. Are yeah. you sure that wasn't just like a fifth dress rehearsal? <laughs> We've really got to nail this stuff that nobody cares about. Right. <laughs> Before six-year-olds get here. Because they will call us on every detail. <laughs> and we're back. This conversation is really something else. Because this is the director coming up to her and saying, hey... Larry told me what was going on, and I think you should keep it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the hey, uh, fuck? hey, uh, I know that I usually suggest people just throw them on the wood pile. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're a good broad. You should. You're a good egg, and uh, you you've been here for five years. That's a uh, that's a long time in a dollhouse. You should have it. Uh, 
And like, then, okay, let's let's talk about that for a second. Mm-hmm. How would her having a baby impact her having PVC pipes on her arm? <laughs> yeah, the whole show is dead if she goes and has a baby. How is that possible? The, no one else can control that doll? Those PVC pipes are specially made to fit her. <laughs> she has petite wrists. No one else can fit them. I mean, it, it's the classic Sophia's choice of... Yeah. Have a baby or keep working. <laughs> Either way, some women dream... can't have it all. <laughs> Either way, a dream dies. Yeah, <laughs> this is unfathomable. How much they dance around this? Yeah. Well, and Neil, the director's trying to convince her to yes, keep it. That's what I was just going to talk about. Possibly the worst job convincing anyone come on you gotta do it you gotta do everything terrible you gotta let them swear at you and and uh and not call on mother's day stay up late worrying about him you gotta ruin everything yeah it's like any terrible thing that could happen well let's let's take a little listen Great. to uh this real subtle dialogue. real parental pep talk i know i know phil gordon is a genius bye phil Oh, by the way, Phil Gordon helps her with the robot. Who's Phil yeah. Gordon? We'll never know. We'll never know. I had a talk with Lenny. You know what I think? I think you should have it. <laughs> I'm not saying marry the mailman. Just have the kid. What do you know about kids? I got grandkids. You don't get them from robots. What do I do? Leave the show? You've been on it four years. It's a long time in a doll's house. Me, I do three, three and a half years, and it's Chinese water torture. You gotta live, Catherine. You gotta change some diapers. You gotta pay for the braces. You gotta wait up half the night wondering where the hell they are and what they're doing, and you've got a seven o'clock call that morning. <laughs> and you've got to know how it feels when they don't phone on Mother's Day. Neil, are you actually asking me to grow up? It's a pain in the ass, but I highly recommend it. I don't. I don't think he does highly recommend it. I don't think so it. either. I, He's he not, not really he did not giving a hard well. sell. No. Look, I'm just saying that you should. You should do it. You should have that baby. You know, you're, you're going to have to let them get sick all over your face. You're going to need to let them explode a Zeppelin. They're gonna, <laughs> you're going to have to let them pee-pee, poo-poo on you. Then um, after that, you're going to have to learn how they, how they assemble a dynamite pack and put it into a car. And you're going to have to... They're going to put a brick on that... Watch them go to the top of a gun brick. tower. <laughs> A book depository. <laughs> They're going to train a gorilla to shoot a sniper rifle. <laughs> I mean, these typical kid things. It's kids and you love them, but, you know. <laughs> Why did I let them have that gorilla? I'll never know. Why Doesn't did mean I... you're not going to see him perched over your bed with a lighter. Just saying, just just give me a reason. Just one reason. He says, you know, one day you're going to wake up with an oily rag in your mouth. <laughs> And you're going to be like, oh, why can't I move my body? (laughs) 
Oh, and then you'll see the fentanyl needle in your neck. And you'll know, like, ah, they got me. Maybe I should have been a better daddy. (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't have worked so hard in this goddamn kid's show that nobody likes. Oh, what a tough job. The toughest job you'll ever love, you know? (laughs) One day you pull in the garage. You'll get out of your car and you'll think, you know... Something's not right. <laughs> hey, what just struck me across the back of my head? <laughs> the next thing you know, you're waking up in the hospital with a doctor saying you're lucky to be alive. Ah, uh, kids, they're the best. <laughs> Or flush it, I don't care. <laughs> Either way, I've never been the same after that blood force trauma. <laughs> oh, please. Oh, God. All right. So he leaves. Of course he does. Of course he does, because he said what man needs to say. <laughs> man gave okay, so. Yeah. Manhandled it. So I have a question. Was she drinking beer? It totally looked totally like she looked totally like looked yeah. like beer. So it was probably a Perrier-esque drink. But yeah, I, the, I thought the, it looked like a the beer. The way that she was drinking it though indicated to me this was probably a stiff adult one. water. Yeah. <laughs> adult water. <laughs> uh sorry, little girl. This is my gripe water. <laughs> I got some gripes. <laughs> Your tummy is not the only thing that needs something. <laughs> so she um, she goes back to, uh, I don't know, fixing the doll or, or something. Yeah, and she's getting ready to leave. Yeah. And then the doll says something very creepy. This is home. Yeah. Don't go home. This is home. No, bro. All right. <coughs> now. She does something very logical. She goes, grabs early bird, and is like, something's wrong with this doll. <laughs> so I, I just want to, I just want to ask the two of you, what would you do if a doll talked to you? Because I would, I would run so fast, I would leave a match-sized cutout in the wall. I would smash its head open. I would just smash it in, <laughs> into bits forever. Yeah, that doll did. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't even. I, I. I wouldn't even get close enough to it to do it. I would just. <laughs> I would. I would get out of that room, mm. that house, that state. I would never look back. No. <laughs> Where'd Matt go? Oh, he re- he re- relocated. His yeah. name yeah. isn't Matt anymore. <laughs> uh so she goes and gets Chicken Lady or whatever. What's her name? Early Bird. Early, Early Bird. Bird. Thank you. Uh, and of course, now she is not talking in front of Early Bird. Right. Then I cannot even. I I think I looked away for fifteen seconds, and perhaps the craziest thing I've ever seen in an episode starts to happen. Where I guess the conversation that they had was, "Well, see you tomorrow." Yeah. <laughs> like. That must be the end of that conversation. Right. Because it goes into this mad capped, oh, fast God. cut, sped up, 
what? Now you're okay. Well, I, so here, here is where you are, uh, listener. You're in a soundstage. You're in the back room of the soundstage where the doll is kept. You're watching an intimate conversation between the person who created the doll and her bird friend. And then all of a sudden, over a shot of the Twin Towers. <laughs> well, there's, yeah, they, they do a bunch of, of external shots. So there's a train station and then there's there's various different city shots. And then it, it is, it's a hard day's night. Yeah, it's sped up. But it's but there's also a van that has uh, there's a van that has a, uh, a a blindfolded man in it, which for some reason never gets explained. Nope, nope. It looks like somebody is being robbed or kidnapped. Yeah, and and chased. Like it's it's really. And then you see them all arriving wacky wackadoo style at the. So I'm going to play just a little bit of the conversation before that happens because I they were talking about how he got Lenny got Neil's uh, beach house for the weekend. And then out of nowhere, Crazy Town USA. Very convincing. I might need a lot of convincing. delivery why did that happen i think um, that that was just like an interstitial on the show i hope because otherwise there is no explanation for it but you wouldn't see Catherine, you and you wouldn't see them out of costume for an interstitial mm, on the show no this was a clever way to show time passing it because it's the next day so instead of showing the old classic sun up sun down we got this real hard day's night nightmare. Yeah. It didn't work. No, it, it was is out super, of fucking nowhere. Was, and it was super confusing. For a bottle episode, I was like, huh? Yeah. And then it was like, oh, yeah, we're in NYC, baby. No permits to shoot these shots. <laughs> so now they're, I guess now they're filming the episode because my question was, why is this the same episode? So I guess, so that's when I realized yesterday was rehearsal. Today is the actual show. And this is when Holly starts to have a tantrum, a tantrum, a diva. Again, this makes no sense. Why is anyone talking to this doll and not just talking to Catherine? And why wouldn't they go? If Catherine was on set the whole time, which we have established very well, Mm -hmm. multiple times. Already, that she's on set and visible to the whole to cast the rest, and crew. Yeah, she's not in a in a back room because she needs line of sight to the stage. Mm-hmm. Why is she? Why is the director now all of a sudden talking to Holly? Except that Holly said, "No, you're supposed to talk to me." Yeah, stupid. And then, why wouldn't Holly or excuse me, Kathy, be like? 
I'm not saying that. Look at me. It Holly has lost right. her mind. Well, for for a minute, it looks like Catherine or Kathy is yeah. saying that stuff. And frankly, I think that would be a more I know we're not at the writer's room yet, but I think that would be a more interesting episode if this mm-hmm. was more of like a split personality. Is this all coming from Kathy, Kathy's yeah. inner psyche or or, or maybe or maybe something that possessed the dolls now possessing her. Right. But, but it does not, not commit to not, any of Yeah, that's, that's not what we got. Instead, it's people addressing the doll instead of addressing the, the operator or just looking three feet to their right. Right. Um, and so she kind of goes on a Don Rickles tour of the cast. Um, you're dumb. You're <laughs> fat. You're lazy. I'm out of here. Yeah. Well, so she... Um, she she pokes Lenny in the crotch with a doll and calls him Lenny Wiener mm-hmm. and then calls him a real loser. <laughs> <laughs> You're a real loser. A real dum-dum. Oh, I got to write all this down. <laughs> <laughs> For your cat skills? Yes. <laughs> that was my crusty. That was my bad crusty. All right. That's the act break. Uh, we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. That is insanity. Yeah. That is. In- Can I just tell you how much 
my dad hated Pee Wee Herman. Like you, you know my dad, Matt. Oh yeah. You can. Oh, I can see him just. Ah, ah! Get that. What the hell is? Get this off. Uh, my parents loved Pee Wee. At least my mom did because uh, my mom had. Uh, we had a a Betamax tape of the. Yes, uh, I know all about you two and your Betamax. Yes, the uh, all uh, your the superior lines of resolution. Yes, the the Pee Wee Herman show. Um, the Groundling show yep. that uh, was on HBO, and we would watch it incessantly. I saw that a million times when I was a kid, before even before Pee Wee's Playhouse was on. Um, so yes, we were all big Pee Wee fans. Still feel bad about what went down with poor Pee Wee. Number one, I cannot believe the show made it because mm-hmm. that. It, it was t- a successful show. It was super successful. It was on for five seasons. Yeah, that's craziness. Yeah. And it didn't look like it was slowing down. No. I still don't understand why he would do that. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's sort of like a, a Winona Ryder shoplifting kind of thing. Or, you know, you're, you're off. Or you just want to get caught. Yeah, or, you know, he didn't look exactly, he wasn't in Pee Wee. I mean, he was still just some dumb comedian. Yeah. So weird. Yeah, super weird. Yeah, but I mean, to to Matt's point, I understand, like, you're rich. You can have your assistant go buy you all the porn you want. Yeah. Right, like... That's the part where maybe he was trying to hook up. Maybe it was like a George Michael thing that you go and oh, you know meet people. Certainly, that way? certainly could be. I'd, yeah, I'd, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it can't be that hard to find a glory hole, right? <laughs> I, I can't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was at. Uh, I stopped at Seven Eleven earlier. And uh, just open the door right into the closet. Yep, he's right there. He's right. (laughs) Then I realized I was fucking the ATM. Um, (laughs) No, it was. I enjoy this. (laughs) (laughs) I give permission. This machine will charge a fee of two dollars and fifty cents in addition to. Do you can do you give me your consent? (laughs) Uh, No, there was a guy uh, who went in there to restock the dirty magazines that I did not realize Seven Eleven still carried. Which Seven Eleven? The one. The one right around the corner. The one around the corner. Oh, at a 13 in the Yeah. Huh. Um, oh, yeah. They're they, like behind they, the, there's like a small selection of them behind where the ATM is. And my first thought was, and, and they didn't even look like they were the most. They didn't look like hustler. Of, or, yeah. It, you know, a barely legal or something. It was. <laughs> Come stay. It, right. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it looked more playboy, cal- you know, caliber. Oh, okay. oh, oh yeah. okay. Um, oh, so it wasn't like jugs. It was, it was like. High society. Breasts. <laughs> Lady gams. Yeah. Uh, just for looking. Uh, <laughs> and no, I was no touchy, good sir. <laughs> I have thoughts. Um, <laughs> the magazine. The magazine. <laughs> Look at these classy dames. Who is still buying these magazines? I have no idea. Apparently someone, if they're still keeping them in stock. At 7-Eleven, and they're not even the like super explicit ones. Yeah. So who is buying the equivalent of Skinamax? It's softcore yeah. porn. That, yeah. you know, the cupcake stuff. In, in, a, in, a, in a magazine format, though. In From another person. Yeah, not yeah. even like online or something. Like, 
you're going to have an interaction with someone where you I do you think have to make eye contact and be like I would I would yeah. like this magazine good sir okay I don't want to go into this rabbit hole let's okay. go let's go down this rabbit but hole though in the days of which Matt and I rented pornography sure we had one place that we went yeah that was far enough away from our homes that you weren't gonna run into in anybody. the hopes yeah. that we would or never your see nothing else yeah anybody that we knew yeah right that's the way that it should be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, that was, I think that was eight miles yeah. from, from our The houses. other reason would be for a goof. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, it's... uh, Like, I think PJ, when we were in New York City, ended up buying some stag mags because it was three guys in New York City. Okay. He was like, yeah. And he was like, what? It's a bachelor's weekend. Yeah. And I'm like... But other than that, a goof, a bachelor party, Enough bachelorette that party. A guy's job is to go restock those magazines. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I, I was very confused by that. Well, anyway, people, we're down the road. Anyway, people who don't have the internet, I guess. My subscription to Cherry has run out. Oh, well. <laughs> I do need one of those order cards from the middle of it. So I guess I will be going up to 7 yeah. Eleven. I don't believe in the internet or. Uh, could I get, uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the copy of Jugs and whichever of the wieners here is driest. <laughs> yes. Um, could I please have, uh, just the $3 scratcher, um, this bottle of, uh, half and half iced tea from Arnold Palmer and the finest copy of cherry that you have. Thank you. Uh, do you have any sort of medical guide as to what would happen if one were to accidentally fuck a Slurpee? <laughs> also, <laughs> could I get some jewel? <laughs> um, let's get back on track. Okay. Yes. Because we're almost done. The episode's nearly, Act three. Act three. Mm-hmm. nearly at the end. Now it is uh, Mailman Mike and Catherine and having Catherine, this And it is Papa Don't Preach. She is keeping this baby. And they're going to get married. Yeah, they're going to get married. She Four years of Holly is enough. She's going to call her lawyer right now to, I thought, cancel the abortion. Then I realized it was to get <laughs> off the show. Well, and, and the whole thing that started it was that Lenny wasn't really yelling at her, but just kind of at the universe and being like, I don't even have to have this job. My agent keeps telling him you can get on that soap opera. Mm-hmm. I, I, I could leave right now if I wanted. And that's when she's like, yes. And he's like, yes to what? That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And then it goes the, I, I'm going to keep the baby. Let's get married. Let's do all those things. And then everything's everything's coming up Millhouse for these two. And, and then they have the longest porno kiss. Oh, I just wrote gross kissing yeah. mouth sounds. Ugh. They kiss. She just got double pregnant. <laughs> she got mouth. Yeah, yeah she mouth got mouth pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> it is. She's going to have molar babies. Molars giving birth to smaller molars. Molars having molars. That's the problem oh, with America. I don't These know why. streets are overrun with molars. I don't know why. I just I like the idea of a tooth with feet. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's me. Uh, are we almost at the new segment uh, called Don't Rub It in the Doll's Face? <laughs> <laughs> we sure are. We are, yes, absolutely. Because after the porno kiss, his first thought is like, I well, gotta go fucking I gotta this go do a really victory lap tell around. this doll what for. <laughs> All the things I've been keeping inside for years. <laughs> I'm gonna let this doll have it. Instead of the woman who voices and 
sex for the doll. Yeah, I never really understood that. I just want to go yell at a doll for a while. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, okay. We'll see you later. See you in two dollars. Hope you don't get stabbed. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> well, it is needless to say that he starts laying into this doll, yeah. and this doll's like, he goes, "Tough luck, babe." And the doll starts talking back to him. I don't know why he doesn't think, oh, where is Kathy or, at this or point? Or why are you like saying I said, these things? Run screaming and never yeah. come back. So she says she is going to, she's uh, cutting out his heart for Valentine. And then she stabs Mike in the heart. And then the stomach? Yeah. And then uh, she stabs him multiple times. Yeah, she she stabs him at least five times. And uh, then, did you guys see her head turn around? Yeah, he yeah. like grabs her neck, like he grabs her head, and he he gets it turned around, but oh, it doesn't kill her. The head doesn't want eighty. Yeah, mm-hmm. very very strange. And then it it ends that scene, and Kathy starts talking. In the next scene, it's Kathy and Holly. Yeah. Uh, first, there's I I wrote Wait. down. Bill Nye wants the bird to go to his place for the weekend. Yeah, early bird is monologuing to to Neil. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because she wants to be a better actress. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. She's doing Shakespeare. Yeah, and so that's when she says, "Well, so what do you think?" And mm-hmm. he's like, hey, "Come to my come to my place this weekend. And we'll workshop it." Yeah, well, where yeah, it was I'll like, "Use my fingers and your pussy." <laughs> <laughs> You'll really. Uh, it, it's really going to bring a lot to Ophelia. <laughs> Uh, again, I ask, where is the crew for this show? <laughs> <laughs> right. How would the set be completely empty? Oh, yeah. uh, he called lunch, didn't he? Oh, wait, no. How would he have called lunch? That was that was in a previous scene. Right. It's like they've never been on a set before. There is always somebody yeah. there. There's a security guard, at least. Mm-hmm. There's a dozen Teamsters standing around a camera eating a sandwich. Right. They never leave because they don't know when they're going to get called again. And they're hoping to get called because if they get called off of lunch, that's more money for them. Right, right. And they get to rub it into your fucking face. Yeah. So they're back. Now they're back on set. The four people in this episode. Um, And Holly is talking to. Now, before we get back to the whole set, because they're about to start filming again. Mm -hmm. But um, Holly is talking to Kathy before this scene, and she goes, we're a family, or something along those lines. And then she reaches for the heart that's on Holly's shirt. Yeah. But her hand... That's on Kathy's shirt. That's on Kathy's shirt, but her hand can barely grip it, so it takes her, like, multiple (laughs) moments. And she's like, got it. (laughs) I did think it was a nice touch that Kathy... You see how much Kathy... And Holly look alike. They have similar yarnish hair. Yeah, uh, they're both wearing the same colors and sort of similar so, outfits. Uh, what did you think Kathy looked like in this scene? She would, if you don't remember, she what looked she was like wearing, Pippi Long Longstocking. She had a real because she was wearing red pants and a yellow shirt with a red bow tie. Yeah, looked like Birdie. <laughs> ketchup, yeah, I, I guess ketchup so. and mustard. I guess. Yeah, I mean, it just what did you think? <laughs> I wrote down that she looked like um, an '80s McDonald's Playland come to life. <gasps> yeah, that's great, Matt. Also, no, seriously. <laughs> also, wouldn't this doll be covered in blood? Yes. Yes. 
Yeah, right. I mean, it's it's not convenient to the story because I think people would freak out when they saw Holly covered in blood. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So the show is... Now recording again. Now record, recording. And... Uh, I guess uh, my, my mic isn't needed for this scene. I guess not, because they're playing a little... For all of the rehearsals, it seems like they're doing a lot of improv. Improv, yeah. Because now Holly and Early Bird are playing some hide and seek because she has something special that she wants Early Bird to find. And Early the Bird treasure hunt scene. Yes, this was the last scene they were ever going to film. Yes. Here it is. Well, don't worry. Early Bird's gonna fold back to the to the camera for a while. Yeah. And then she opens the door, and Mailman Mike falls out. Right. And how could we? How could you? And then Holly, Holly starts talking and and moving, and we can we can see now that it's moving independently of Kathy, mm-hmm. and that's when Kathy bum rushes this doll, <laughs> basically <laughs> tackles it to the ground, breaks her neck, smashes her head, head with, with a, a hammer. hammer. And, and that's the when the Teamsters pull her off. And she's right yeah. to do it. Yeah, suddenly there are people now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it screams when she's killing it. Yeah. And it was screaming like, no, or mommy. mommy. Yeah. yeah. Mommy, don't kill me. Um, and then the next scene is, it almost looked black and white. Yeah. It was very drab. Uh, yeah, it's super. It's in a, a very gray room. It's a dust bowl hospital. <laughs> so did we think... What did we think this was? I oh, I I looked at it and I was like, oh, she in prison. Yeah, or a psych hospital. I put in, yeah. uh, an asylum. Yeah. yeah. But she is in a very Spartan room in bed. Uh, and uh, early bird, who probably has a woman name. Uh, holding, they, I, I don't think they ever said what her name was. No, though, did let's they? just call her early bird. Is holding a baby? Is holding, yeah, or a pile of socks. <laughs> in a swaddling yes. blanket. Uh, and the director are there, and they've just come to say hi and how pretty the baby is, and they give <laughs> her the baby. They're doing a new show. Yes, and they kiss her goodbye. And then the you hear the door lock behind her, in the same way that a prison cell would lock. Yeah. And then you hear the you know the actual lock turning, and then it as it's um as it's going out, um, you start to hear Holly. Holly's voice talking to Catherine saying, tell me about the show, mommy. And I liked that. Yeah. And then you see the bars and I just go baby jail (laughs) (laughs) or just any Michigan state prison, I guess. But yeah. End of up. End of up. I have to say, I mean, we've bagged on it. It was entertaining. I was delighted by this episode. Yeah. Um, but I do have to say, like you were saying, this is the second episode of this show to air mm-hmm. and is gonzo wackadoo. Yeah. yeah. I, it isn't scary. It's creepy. Mm-hmm. But it's not scary. Let's go to the writer's room. Let's talk about how we would fix it. Uh, I think I would, I would turn the episode into more of a, this is Catherine's uh, alter ego or split personality or something coming out in the doll. Yeah. And I mean, maybe there is a reveal at the end that it has somehow come to life. You know, they they end up killing Catherine or something because she's gone crazy trying to kill people with this doll. Mm-hmm. 
and then they finally, you know, kill her, mm-hmm. and then you just see the doll get up in the back or something like that. Or the next person who gets the doll starts hearing the voice mm-hmm. or something like that. Here's my thought. I love all of that. I want to reveal at the end that there was somebody in the suit the whole time. Okay. That it, that it was like... It, that they did it together. Uh, okay. Like she always knew that her sister was inside of the suit. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was her daughter was inside of the suit. A little touch a basket case or something. Exactly. Yeah. Like it, it, it. Like it's the only way that she could have a normal family. Yeah. Was by doing it this way. Okay. And that she's been taking care of her daughter, but now her daughter understands that like what she's doing is very popular okay and that she's trying to take it back from her mama Mm -hmm. and it just doesn't go it doesn't you know now that there's a new man and a new baby on the way now she's getting replaced right like everything that they were trying to do with the episode would be stratus like stronger stronger and more like stark like if you realize like oh my god there's somebody in the suit yeah and like nobody on the cast realizes it mm-hmm. and that she's been pantomiming for her daughter. So her daughter would know what to do. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Manny, what did you think? Um, I, I, I'm kind of in Jen's camp. Um, I, I, since they only have, you know, 20 some minutes, it's it's hard for them to fit a lot of the things in that would flesh this out a bit. Um, you know, I, I don't think I've made it a secret tonight that uh, I do not like the idea of possessed dolls. Right. So that's the angle that I would have taken. Um, but that's 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 basically how I, I think that I would have um, would have gone, though. I like um I like mixing that with some of Jen's ideas, like I was saying, you know, towards towards the end of uh, of Jen's comments. But yeah, I mean, I for the most part, I liked this episode. I I might cut some of the things that were just out of left field. What the hell is going on here? Why montage is there a siblings? wacky montage? Yeah, right. Yeah, I, w- I would have tried to ramp... It needed more tension, and it didn't have it because they released it with Goofy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it knew what it wanted. Because it, it could have been more unsettling. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys, scale of one to ten, how many bird day cakes would you give this episode? Seven. I'd give six, six and a half. Okay, I'd give it six and a half, too. All right. There it is. Um, big thank you uh, to two longtime listeners of uh, Transmissions from the Dark Side. Uh, Sean Clorin reached us, out to us on our Facebook page to wish us a happy holiday. And oh, happy holiday, Sean. To, uh, that we should try to enjoy the daylight, uh, which we always appreciate. And I just received an email today uh, from Alex Horkovitz. Uh, sorry if I mispronounce your last name, but he was asking about old episodes, and I don't think I've mentioned this in a while. Uh, Squarespace is super squirrely with its RSS feeds that it only allows me to keep 100 episodes up at a time, and we have passed 100 episodes of this show. 
So all of the episodes are available for download through GabberMedia.com. And the most recent 100 episodes will be in your pod feed. Whichever. But you know, they're not behind a paywall or anything like no, that. No, they're no, no. Just like available on Gabber. GabberMedia.com uh, slash T from the Dark Side. I believe you could even go to T from the Dark Side.com. Or tftdspod.com. I never remember I that. I think it's tftdspod.com. And that's how you also can get in contact with us at T from the Dark Side on Facebook and Instagram, tftdspod on Twitter. We are T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. So if you'd like to send us an email like Alex did, uh, we would love to get it and read it on the air. Um, we even are on Spotify now, which I don't think we mentioned enough. So if you use Spotify to listen to music, you can listen to our podcast as well. Um, keep reaching out to us. We love it. And we hope that you are enjoying Monsters as much as we are, uh, even though we are only two episodes in. It's already so good. It It, it, it is such the continuation of Tales yes, from yeah, the Dark Side. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. But, but so far, at least... The first two episodes were not a lot of the episodes it could have been from Tales from the Dark mm-hmm. Side. If it were season one of Tales from the Dark Side again. Or even if it was Comet Watch or something like right. that, yeah. I'd just jump out the window. Those episodes are coming. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, in the meantime, uh, is there anything that I am forgetting? Yeah, try to enjoy, try to enjoy, the, enjoy the daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTBS pod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.